We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast uh, presented by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My name is Derek Monty, occasionally known as a guy that spent way too much time at Disneyland based on the title of this show. This guy next to me is the one that keeps me grounded. He's the Thunderstick. It's the one and only Vice Mayor Jesse Friedman. I didn't mind the the title for this show. You like Derek. that one, right? Pirates, a Pirate's Life for Me. So I, I actually... I, I actually played. Time, by the way, oh, absolutely, and it's a, it's a <laughs> wonderful song. I actually played. Fun fact: the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack on the piano uh, for a piano recital when I, I was a wee lad. So, you were a wee um, lad. so I know the, the, uh, the movie am, or just the ride. No, it's the movie. Of course, well, it's the see, movie. When I was a wee lad, there wasn't a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, Jesse. We grew up in different worlds. I, I have to fair. remind you of that all the time. Uh, Josh Hunt asks, how much of the Pirates of the Caribbean water did you drink when you were there? Uh, Mailbag Monday is down the road, Josh. You're going to have to hold that question for a little bit later. <laughs> but again, of course, uh, uh, welcome to everybody. This show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's top-rated sportsbook app, like I said. Jesse, we are taking a look ahead at the Arizona Diamondbacks' upcoming series with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, what are your thoughts so far? I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, reveal quite yet where MLB ranking has the Diamondbacks, but they do have them ranked uh, in the power rankings this week above the Pirates. So, what do you, what are your thoughts on this four-game series uh, with the Bucks? Yeah, I think the D-backs right now are 28th in the league in batting average, in team batting average, which is not great. Um, <laughs> it it was it was very, very bad at the beginning of the season. If you all remember, it was, I mean, it, we were looking at like a batting average, a team batting average that started with a one 
for like almost a full month of the, of the first part of the season. So it was pretty crazy. But the Pirates are one of two teams, Derek, that are below the Diamondbacks on that list. It's the Pirates and the Oakland A's who have lower batting averages, uh, lower team batting averages than the Diamondbacks coming into this game. Um, the Pirates are not, uh, the offense is 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 not there. And and frankly, there are really no parts of this baseball team that are particularly, uh, particularly inspiring. So um, it's a big opportunity for the D-backs as we've talked about. I mean, these next seven games, you got four against Pittsburgh and then they're into Colorado for three games. This is a big opportunity for them to try to come out and make a bit of a statement and try to gain some ground going into what is going to be a very, very rough schedule from uh, from then through the rest of the, uh, through the, rest of the season. I don't want to talk about that yet. That's we have we're not there yet. Yes. Be miserable about that part, but uh, I like this this probable matchup. I I like Tommy Henry being in the starting rotation. Look at look at those four guys, Jesse. What do you think of that uh, formidable foursome that the D backs have going up against the Pirates? I mean, you always feel good when Gallon and Merrill Kelly pitch in the same series, right? Oh, yeah. Like it, it yeah, just feels sure. like. It just feels like the stars sort of align for good things in a series when that happens. And granted, this is a four-game series, so four of the five D-back starters are going to pitch here. Uh, I guess Zach Davies is the uh, is the only one. But yeah, Tommy Henry against Zach Thompson in game two. Um, it was interesting. Brent Strom was telling us the other day some of the things that he's been working on with Tommy Henry. Um, he talked a lot about how Tommy Henry's breaking ball, I believe specifically the slider, um, he sort of has been holding at the end of his fingertips rather than like getting it deeper into his hand. Um, and Brent Strom talked a lot about how getting it deeper into his hand uh, might allow him to increase the spin on that pitch and allow it to be a little bit more effective. So Brent Strom, of course, you know, his first time seeing Tommy Henry pitch um, in his major league debut is already coming up with ideas of things that he can do uh, to improve his arsenal. So that. Uh, that should be a really, really interesting one in game two. I love that. And I think Brent Strom probably has already has a huge file folder on him. We know that. So uh, he just. Well, we know he has a file folder on both of us for sure. So. Oh, my God. That's. Yeah. That's everyone. Terrifying. That's terrible. I think he has a file on everyone, Derek. It's, a, it's amazing. I, I mean, he, he he definitely looks at me in a way like he knows me. And only like three people look at me the way that 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 Brent Strom looks at me Saul Bookman being one of them but uh, <laughs> the Arizona Diamondbacks are 19 and 6 in their last 25 games against the Pittsburgh Pirates including a 7 and 2 mark at Chase Field during that span also we get to welcome back old friend from the D-backs PR staff uh Patrick Krish who uh left to go be the I, I believe director of communications for the Pittsburgh pirates. So yeah, uh, he's too busy to, he's too busy now to correct us like he used to, but <laughs> we miss him correcting us so much. Um, that was, that was his full-time job before, right? Uh, it was just leasing our t-shirt designs and making sure we didn't misspell any words. Yeah, I don't think he even <laughs> follows us, but somehow he just kept a watchful eye over us this entire time. <laughs> we miss him. We miss him doing that. Uh, who do you think is going to have a big series for the Diamondbacks? Not on the pitching staff necessarily, but maybe at the dish or defensively. Mm. Mm. Um, I think we've seen. So Geraldo Perdomo is one guy that I, I think I'm just kind of watching a little bit more closely than normal. Sure. Just he just had like that big that big moment uh, in the game on Friday night against the Rockies. And I think. I think we just want to see more of that, right? Like we want to see Geraldo Perdomo take steps forward and grow into this player that the Diamondbacks have really bet on him being. I mean, they traded Jazz Chisholm a few years ago 
um, who was at the time, a lot of people had ranked as their best prospect. And it's a lot of people view that trade as being like the Diamondbacks traded Chisholm because they believed in Geraldo Perdomo and what he could become at the big league level. Um, and he's still young, as we talked about yesterday. Um, and so I think there's still a lot of reason to have faith, even though uh, the numbers haven't looked great this season. And I think it would be really great to see him continue that momentum into this series. Josh Hunt in our comments said Brent Schramm probably knows what com uh, video games I have in my arcade. Uh, he's also predicting Jake McCarthy to go off this series. Clutch Canuck uh, feels like this is a Rojas series. Uh, mm. Yeah. And Brett Johnson says, don't tell me that, Jesse. That makes me hate that trade even more. Well, yeah. I mean, you got Zach Gallen. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I know there are, some, there are some trades to hate on in the Diamondbacks' yeah. recent history. We fully acknowledge that around here. But the Zach Gallen for Jazz Chisholm trade, I don't think that's one that you're yeah. uh, that should be keeping you up at night. No, no. I, I still wonder where he would like fit in. I don't doubt that he would be on the Diamondbacks' major league roster at this point if he was still on the team. But how yeah. would that factor in with extending Cattell and everything else? It's just... It's interesting to me to wonder about how that would have changed things for this team. Uh, yeah. The bigger question, the more important question, especially playing the Pirates, Jesse, is who on the D-backs would make a great Pirate, and why is it Madison Bumgarner? <laughs> Didn't we just call Madison Bumgarner the princess the other day? I think someone else did. I believed we called him the criminal, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Which goes along criminal. with the persona, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of there's definitely a connection there. I mean, that makes I'm, sense. Jesse, I'm throwing I'm throwing I'm throwing the probables back up there. Tell me which man of these eight men looks like he captains a pirate ship. Tell me that. Yeah, it's probably Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, right. Okay, then see, I'm not <laughs> I'm not just jumping to conclusions here. It's although not, JT Brubaker like this. JT Brubaker, I think might be a close second. Oh yeah. Yeah, that guy, he looks like a first mate, like a powerful first mate that's going to there you be, go. again, very formidable, very formidable. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's all we got for the Pirate Series. Hopefully the Diamondbacks can really, you know, of course, come out on top. Brett Johnson says, I think Merrill Kelly would be a good Pirate. Yeah, I think so. Uh, punch out Tommy. He's going seven plus innings. I hope Ooh. so. Uh, <laughs> he backs up his Merrill Kelly with, I think he would just look good in a Jack Sparrow fit. Uh, more importantly, I'm pretty sure Chris Elliott at one point, the actor played a pirate in some movie and I'm going to find that picture and put it, uh, on our Twitter <laughs> account for sure. Josh Hunt says bum Gardner with totally a fires burning in his beard during a plunder. 1000%. 1000. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Guys, if you haven't had a chance, make sure to go sign up for a membership at gophnx.com. Of course, we, we love you guys that have already done that. If you haven't done so, please try us out. We have a month to month option. If you're interested, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents You can get yourself an annual membership. If you're really into it, uh, that way you get yourself a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. No matter which membership option you choose, you get access to our members only discord where you get to ask us questions on mailbag Monday and do all sorts of stuff. Uh, it's it's the best place to be. It's incredible. Uh, I don't even feel again, Jesse. I don't even feel like it's our party. It's just a party that we get to also be a part of because you guys keep it rolling. And whenever I go in there, it's always a big laugh. Shout out to Josh Hunt who just does way too much. He just was Josh. You do way too much all the time, and I love you for it. So we appreciate you uh, making everything so much fun to be a part of. Uh, I'm going back to Clutch Canuck here. He says Gallon looks like a pirate until he talks. Valid. Uh, and Gabe says Bumgarner would make Dan Bellino walk off the plank. Thousand, <laughs> one thousand percent. One thousand percent. 
Uh, if you're watching us right now on the YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Uh, hit the like button on this. A little thumbs up helps us out, uh, as well as sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. Uh, also, sign up for our, our subscribe for our audio podcast on your favorite audio podcasting app. Leave us a review. Uh, and we appreciate you for it. If you haven't done so already, thank you so much. Uh, Josh Hunt says, you know me. I love being extra. We love you for being extra. Uh, and you guys, there's no better day uh, that than the no better day of the week, right? I mean, we got a new series coming up, four-game series. Uh, you know how it goes around here. Every week, Shark Week. I know Shark Week is actually happening, but every week here is Shark Week. Every day is Earth Day. And every Monday, Jesse, we do what? We go to the mailbag. All right. First question on Mailbag Monday we got from Kyle Dannon on Twitter, and he asks, with the excellent outfielder prospect logjam we have up in the farm system, who do you see in the D-backs outfield long term and who do, would you consider a future trade piece? I don't like this question, but I think it's a valid question. I say I don't like it because I don't like thinking about who of our wonderful outfielders that we're going to eventually part ways with. But it does feel like that's the case, right, Jesse? You can only have so many outfielders, and a lot of them are very close in age and very close in, uh, you know, possible or uh, I guess you could say uh, potential as, as a as a major league outfielder. Yeah, I mean, right now you're looking at Dalton Varsho, Alec Thomas, and Jake McCarthy, right? I mean, those are sort of your your everyday outfielders for the moment. Um, long term, things get pretty tricky, Derek. I mean, we've got Corbin Carroll not that far away. Once again, he had an incredible day for Reno yesterday. He was a triple shy of the cycle in that game. He hit his 21st home run of the season. He's certainly knocking on the door. Um, Drew Jones is a few years away, but you certainly have to keep his name in mind when you're thinking about the long term of this organization. Um, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to answer this. The Diamondbacks have an excess of outfielders. We've talked about that for a while. Um, I'm inclined to think Derek, that if there's any guy, um, that might draw trade interest and the Diamondbacks could probably get a decent return for him and it might make some sense to pursue, it could be Dalton Varsho. Ah, um, don't say it. Don't say it. I knew you were going to say yeah. it. I didn't want to hear you say it because I think the same thing. I I think it's, and I mean, it could be like, it could be any of them. I mean, you really could pick any of these names, but I think just the fact that Varsho is just so, I mean, he's such a well-rounded player. He does yeah. pretty much everything, uh, but he is a left-handed hitting outfielder. And at this point, you're probably not trading Alec Thomas or Corbin Carroll anytime soon. Um, and so I think it's it, now that he has a couple major league seasons under his belt, I could see other teams being interested in him and willing to willing to pay a decent amount for him. But it's a good point that eventually the Diamondbacks are probably going to have to make a trade to clean up this situation. Um, it's just it's just sort of the way it is. It really it really is. And it's unfortunate. And I don't want to hear that because I like Dalton Varsho. I think he's a very rare player with his versatility. You know, we've talked how about many, how many tools does he have, Derek? Yes, he has all the tools. He has all the tools. Yeah. He has every single tool, power tools, every single one. Uh, saw tools, managerial tools. I said that I think Dalton Varsho could step in. If for some reason, both Lavolo, then Bannister got both tossed from a game, <laughs> which that's not very likely going to happen because you know our pal <laughs> Jeff is very, very uh, even keeled. He's a cool customer. But should that happen, should that happen, Jesse, 
I think Varsho should be like third in command. That's my thought because again, he has all the tools. <laughs> he can do everything. He does. Uh, have all the but tools. Yeah, that's definitely not something I like to hear. And Brett Johnson kind of feels the same way. He says we would need a solid return for him to be honest, especially if he keeps this up. And I agree. Um, Ben says it may depend on if they're in the playoff contention and need to make a trade and who that trade partner is and what they need. That's a lot of variables, Ben. But yes, I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, question two. Grant Lyon at Grant Lyon 31 on Twitter says, where is Ken Kendrick and does he care about improving the roster to actually contend for an NL West title in my lifetime? Well, that depends, Grant. How old are you? <laughs> How much time you got left? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, first, I say Ken Kendrick doesn't really make these moves, right? I mean, I'm sure they're at the end of the day, he's just signing off and stuff on him. But, you know, Mike Hazen obviously is the one that's been trying to put this team back together, together ever since he came here. My analogy for this was that Mike Hazen was given a broken vase and told to fix it before mom got home. And all he was given was super glue. And he somehow has done it. It actually holds water. It's not great. You know, you can see the cracks in it. You definitely know it was broken at one point, but it's back in one piece. The Diamondbacks were shattered by the former regime, and I think that they've actually done a decent job. But I think that you, if you look at what is happening right now with the San Diego Padres, it's probably temporary, right? I'm not going to go out and say that the Padres, what, what happened with them against the Dodgers this weekend is indicative of the rest of their season. What I'm going to say is that the Padres went out, did all this stuff, and people, including myself, we're like, oh man, this team's going to bulldoze the rest of the season. And, you know, they, they didn't, they haven't, and they haven't really shown that they, you know, that necessarily bringing in Josh Bell and Juan Soto is necessarily at this point going to lead to them being this juggernaut that can't be defeated. Right. It takes more yeah. than that. And sometimes spending all of that money, doing all of this stuff for nothing, like the Padres potentially might not even make the playoffs, let's say. I'm just saying that's a possibility. They and then if possible. that's the if that's the case, then they did all of this really for nothing. And especially, you know, obviously Juan Soto is going to be here for a while. Josh Bell is a free agent at the end of the season, uh, but they definitely mortgaged a decent portion of their future and and their current roster to improve for these two guys. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. The point of me saying this in this comparison is. I think the Diamondbacks are very realistic about the team they have and the success that they can have. Adding one high-priced free agent like the Colorado Rockies did with Chris Bryant isn't going to improve the Diamondbacks to a point where now they're going to make the playoffs. I think they are right. confident in their farm system and their young players. I think they do believe that they have the next superstars developing in their system. And at this point, what's what really is the point of spending all of that money just to bring in a high-priced free agent, high big name? You know, I've said it. I I've kind of thought that teams, you know, should still have a guy like that, that draws people in, even when the team's bad, but I've kind of had my opinion on that changed. I don't really know if I believe that as much anymore because I hear from a lot of fans that say that doesn't make a difference with us. You know, like angels fans don't necessarily go more to angels games because of Mike Trout and Otani being on the team. They're kind of frustrated and exhausted with the team being bad you know, and having this kind of talent on it, it doesn't mean that that team's still not a draw for a lot of people that don't really care about how the angels are doing, whether it's a, a road game or just people in yeah. Los Angeles, you know, showing up to a game, but it, it, I don't know. It just doesn't really, I, I think add up to that same, uh, 
return financially that you think it's going to by having a high fry, uh, high priced player on your team that's going to draw people in. Yeah, I mean, I I wrote a big article about Ken Kendrick and, and the Diamondbacks ownership group several months ago. Um, and I basic, I mean, I looked at the numbers and basically the conclusion was that Ken Kendrick spends about the amount of money that you'd expect him to relative to the amount of revenue that the Diamondbacks bring in. Um, I know, you know, I know he has a bad name uh, for a number of different things that have happened over the course of his tenure. But in, in terms of his uh, his willingness to spend on the team, I, I think he probably gets a little bit more uh, negative attention than maybe he should. Uh, and from what I from what I know, Derek, and I know that uh, Gambo over in Arizona Sports is fairly plugged into the Diamondbacks ownership situation. Um, he's talked a lot about how once the Diamondbacks get to a point where it looks like they are ready to contend again, which let's face it, that was never going to be this season. Um, apparently, Ken is willing to spend. He is willing to escalate the spending quite a bit once the Diamondbacks are are back in the mix and back in a place where they can actually do this. And and we've seen that in the past. Like at, at times when the Diamondbacks have shown the ability to contend, they've gone out and you know they've touched 110, 120 million. Um, I think we could see even higher in these next couple of years as this team continues to improve. So I understand the frustration. I know that. Um, especially these last couple of years, it's been rough and there have been a lot of uh, lower price free agents that have played for the Diamondbacks. But I really do think that once this team, once this young core comes to the majors and shows what they can do, I think you'll see the Diamondbacks willingness to spend open up a little bit. Brett says, don't do that to me. Don't get my hopes up. Sorry, Brett. That's what we're here for. Uh, and Ben's right. I I agree, Ben. I He said, I think you're being a little unfair to the Padres considering it's only been a few games since the trade deadline and all the injuries. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I was, I was, could more you imagine though, you know, could you imagine like, like what if the Padres did all of this? And, and I don't think this is going to happen. I think that's a fair, I think it's a fair point what Ben just said, but could you imagine if the Padres made all these moves? I mean, as of right now, if it weren't for the addition of the third wild card spot, the Padres are not a playoff team as of this moment. They only are because of the third wild card spot, and they don't have a substantial lead in that spot. I think they have like a half game or, or a full game clear uh, over the next uh, over the next team in that race. So, I don't know, Derek. What do you think it would be like in San Diego if uh, if things turn sour over these last two months? I think that's the problem when you make these kind of big acquisitions, right? No matter how you make them, trades free agency, it doesn't matter. There comes yeah. expectations with it. And right now, I think that's the reason why some people have different feelings about the team the, this year for the Diamondbacks, right? Some people's expectations for their team is, you know, making the playoffs, having an above 500 record. That's all that matters. If you can do that, then it's considered a success and anything short isn't. This season, it's hard to, it's hard to expect that much of an improvement from last year. So if you haven't reset your expectations with the Diamondbacks a little bit, then you're probably going to be disappointed with the results of this season, right? But the Padres, yeah. they just keep stacking on their like expectations, right? And it they've just, done this before. Like yeah. AJ Preller, I feel like this is like round four of AJ Preller going for it and hoping that what he does actually pans out in the end. Um, the San Diego Yankees. I like that. Absolutely. Uh, Billy asked how was Disneyland? It was fantastic and expensive. Uh, Isaiah, hello, Isaiah. Always good to see you, man. Um, but also right. The, uh, I don't know. The Diamondbacks definitely have a different series of expectations now going forward. Uh, and I think that this season, 
is going to move that needle as far as the expectations for the future. So Ken Kendrick should be ready to supplement this team at some point with the, you know, positional needs that they have when they're at that, at that point, but they're still not there yet. Right. And that's still probably two seasons away, but if they can determine their core and have this, you know, pitching staff continue to be at least the starting pitching staff as good as, as it's been at times, then we can definitely see this team uh, do that, make that next step. Right. Uh, next question. Don's bread asks if Megaran asked the D backs to two step to one of his songs, which D backs player would be the best at it. Oh, uh, this is what I was two stepping Jesse with a baby in my hand at the game on expo proudly. Uh, Don's bread complimented my two steps said I had a good two step, but, uh, it's definitely, I, I, I think, I think could tell Marte, but then on the other side, I think Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> I think he's already got a good two step in him. I think he does. I think he does. I don't know. He's just become our blanket answer to every he's, single well, he's question. So, he's such an have. enigma. It's the, the, the <laughs> best answer for every question. Uh, I honestly think our best two steppers actually are no longer on the team. And I don't mean mm. to be depressing about that, but Luke Weaver. By yeah, far. I did. By I far. did think about Luke. Weaver. If you have ever seen Luke Weaver shake his ass, I uh, you'd know that that <laughs> guy has a different level of rhythm and passion <laughs> for the game of dance. Uh, David Peralta, also a, a fantastic individual when it comes to dancing. Uh, I will. Go uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just, go, please go ahead. I was just going to say, so, so I found out the other day that apparently Noe Ramirez is in charge of uh, he's sort of like the the clubhouse DJ. He and uh, he and Joe Mantiply. Okay. And so I feel like that's, if he has that's that an responsibility, odd, that's an odd duo of DJs, right? I don't. It is, it is. yeah. It's not necessarily the guys you'd expect, right? But I imagine that Noe Ramirez, given his passion for music, maybe he'd be that guy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of Alec Thomas votes in the chat. Uh, Chris says she's going Mad Bum. Going Mad Bum. Yep. Um, but you know what? The best way to fantasize about this scenario is with our friends at OGs. If you haven't done so already, <laughs> go grab yourself some OGs. That will really get the thought process going. They have a wonderful <laughs> variety of doses, uh, strains, as well as flavors, because that's what they're all about. They're all about flavoring life. Uh, and our friends, OGs, definitely love doing that. Make sure to check out our OGs promotion we got going on right now. Go to gophnx.com. They and enter this flavoring life sweepstakes. That's me. Um, this is the OG's. I'm being told this is the OG's social media manager. So I just want to apologize publicly for all the times I've said I don't know who this woman is. Um, that was mostly <laughs> on me, though, not on her at all in any way. Uh, but enter our flavoring life sweepstakes over at gophnx.com. One winner will receive three, yes, three bags of OG's gummies, including orange creamsicle and tropical flavors, an OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Sign up at gophnx.com or click the link below in our show notes. Check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com if you haven't had a chance to check them out. Also, uh, go to your local dispensary. Uh, you can get them on Instagram, and that's all at OGs uh, Brands, and that's O-G-E-E-Z. Uh, you can find their products at your local dispensary. must be 21 years or older to purchase. And speaking of 21 years or older to purchase, also check out our friends at Four, Four Peaks. Four Peaks is the absolute best, Jesse. It's the official beer of PHNX. It's the official beer of Derek Montilla. 
why well, I don't have a personal endorsement with them, but I just say that that's like, that's I'm proudly a four peaks. Uh, I, they're my beer. That, that's what I'm going with. And they have a wonderful variety of beers. Uh, we are going to be out at four peaks the final Wednesday of every month. So make sure to join us at their eighth street pub. If you haven't had a chance to do so already, great food, great times, great beers. Uh, if you don't get a chance to do that, make sure to uh, try their beers at your local grocery store, or your local convenience store, liquor store. Uh, and we also have another uh, sweepstakes for you to enter. You can to enter our toast of the month sweepstakes on gophnx.com, and that'll get you a $50 Four Peaks gift card, as well as that annual membership and a t-shirt of your choosing from the PHNX locker. Go to phnx.com or click in the show notes. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy that as well. Uh, Gabe says we all know Ginkle is the right answer the way he throws it back out there uh, night in <laughs> night out uh, yeah yeah we know we see what he's got going on back there uh, <laughs> Clutch Canuck says imagining Mark Melanson two-stepping with a straight face is frightening me that I that's a new that's a, that's a new idea that's a new idea to me as well uh, and yes Chris it is uh, it is the mayoral beer I don't know if I can claim that. That seems like there needs to be a certification process for that. But I also became the mayor of Disneyland just by going into the town hall and asking if there was one. And they said, no. And I said, can I be it? And they laughed, but I didn't. I was serious. And I am now the mayor of Disneyland as well as <laughs> mayor of PHNX. That's the way it works. I'm also the mayor of Reseda, California. There's a whole backstory with that. That's how this whole mayoral gig started. But uh, more mailbag questions. I'm not done yet, Jesse. We got more. No. Uh, what do we got here? What's the best cheese flavored chip, Jesse? Mm. Mm. I don't think there are that many cheese flavored chips, to be That's frank. I, there I'm, are I'm aware. What do you mean there's not any cheese flavored chips? There are okay, so, so many cheese flavored chips. So there's there's nacho, that? there's nacho cheese Doritos, and then there's like uh there's like the sour cream and cheddar uh ruffles. I think yeah. I've had those a number of times. What other like, I mean, I know there's like goldfish, but like goldfish are not a chip. Cheez-Its aren't really a chip. Those are more in the cracker family in my mind. So I'm struggling to see what our other options are in this situation. I mean, there's queso ruffles. There's the okay. cheddar and sour cream variety in so many different chip forms. Right. Yes, well, I just said that. One. I just Cheetos, I just said that. All the different variety of Cheetos, Jesse. Hot okay, Cheetos. Cheetos. I mean, there's so many different Cheetos. I'm looking at this page. This is incredible. I mean, come on. So you, okay. you got you got to pick one. That's the point. That's what we're here for. We're here to pick what is the best overall cheese flavor chip. I th I mean, out of the ones that I have tried, and you're right, Cheetos definitely belongs in the conversation. I forgot about Cheetos. I don't really like Cheetos, honestly, so I oh, sort of God. glossed over that. Continue and in my household, you know how they they sell like the. Uh, they sell like the assortment of different chips and you buy like this big package and it has a bunch of like individual size bags of all these different chips. Don't and in my household, the, the, the Cheetos were always the last ones. Nobody wanted the Cheetos. And then eventually when you're like really hungry, like late at night on a weekend or something and there's nothing else to eat, that's when those Cheetos would finally get eaten. So all that to say, Cheetos are not the answer for me. But I do love me a nacho cheese Dorito. They're classic and they're pretty tasty. So that's probably what I would say. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have to go with a classic myself because if I go with anything too obscure, I know I'll get roasted. But cheddar and sour cream ruffles are just fantastic. They're fantastic they're pretty good. all the time. They're never not good. Uh, Elizabeth says cheddar and sour cream ruffles. She agrees with me. Uh, good fish. 
Goldfish? Gold, I think you're goldfish. Going goldfish. Do goldfish qualify? You said no. They're more in the cracker family. I don't family. think so. Goldfish are crackers. Family. I think Cheez-Its uh, are cracker. Like Pringles crackers does have too. cheese flavored. All Pringles are pretty good. Uh, but I don't know. It kind of comes down to like Doritos, Cheetos. There's a couple of ones that I just think of. And it's, uh, I don't want to, I can't use the word iconic for cheese <laughs> chips, can I? I mean, but there's some that stick out and then there's just lots of other ones, right? You okay? So if it was if it if it was goldfish or Cheez Its, if we were allowed to include the crackers in the conversation, oh, they still don't which, of, which of those I, which of those I, two would you no, pick? No, I I mean goldfish maybe, but I'm I'm still not putting those above Doritos or cheddar. Sure. Okay, okay, but like but like if you were to choose, but separate conversation, if you were to oh. choose between goldfish and Cheez Its, uh, and their various varieties, what would you what would you say? Are we saying cheese? If we're saying cheese flavored chip, then Cheez Its. Then Cheez Its. Because Goldfish just has too many variety. So I don't think necessarily immediately of Goldfish. Like my daughter loved pretzel Goldfish. So I tend to just for some reason think Goldfish pretzel. That's my connection immediately. But there's, it's just because it's one of the, it's one of the flavors that they have. Right. I don't even get me started on the fact that there's the fucking original flavored Goldfish because I am, st- I still, won't forget that somebody brought original flavored goldfish into our office. And do you not like them? Do you not like the original? I didn't even know these things existed. I didn't know there was an original flavored goldfish that was just plain goldfish. I did not. Well, they have all sorts of, they have all sorts of other flavors now. They have like a white cheddar version and then they have like a no flavor on it. That's what I'm talking about. There is the original goldfish. It's not that they don't have any flavor. They're just like the original. It's not cheese. It's not anything. It's just a fucking. Yes, it is. It's still cheese. I think the, I think the original, I think that's the best. I think that's the best type of goldfish in my mind. Get out of here. Get out of here. That says a lot about you. The plain goldfish is your favorite. <laughs> uh, I do like white cheddar Cheez-Its, though. I would okay. not go with the original Cheez-It. I would go with the white cheddar Cheez-Its. So right. there you go. That's fine. I'll allow it. Next question. Uh, this is an actual baseball question, I guess. Uh, Adam Fox Zero thoughts. Fox Sports Adam Zona asks, thoughts on a continued reunion with Ian Kennedy in the offseason to another one-year deal? Mm. I don't hate it. I just, I mean, uh, the deal is already there. It's a, right. it's a team option for $4 million. I want to say. And at this point, given how game. well he's pitched this season, it's, yeah. I think it's pretty likely the diamondbacks pick up that team option. So I think you'll probably see him next year. Yep. I, I agree with that. That one was easy. That one's easy enough. All right. Next question. Uh, Brett, Brett in our discord asked, do you think the D backs take a shot for a guy like hater next year? We are starting to get some pieces and having a lockdown closure. That's still young would be exciting. Yes, it would. Do I think they're going to? No, I don't. I don't think that they're going <laughs> to. I mean, here's the, here is the one thing is that when they did throw around money, it was for a back-end bullpen guy. But I think at this point, they're kind of tied to Mark Melanson now at this point. I don't yeah. think that they're really going to change too much. Uh, and I think that when maybe when Melanson's contract is up, we might see them shift in a different direction to a potential free agent at that point. It still wouldn't surprise me. Because Mike Hazen definitely seems very, very dedicated to trying to get that lockdown closer in the in the bullpen for the ninth inning. We we just have to remember that Mark Melanson was terrific last year. So if this was last yeah. year, we might have had a question like anything, any shot that the Diamondbacks try to pick up a guy like Mark Melanson, right? Like yeah. and now here we are going, well, that didn't really work. 
as we talked about last night, though, Melanson's still not terrible in actual save situations. It's just those other situational, you know, tie games and down by one and stuff like that where he hasn't been great. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, just based on what I've heard guys like Brent Strom and, and Tori Lovello say when they talk about Mark Melanson, it really does seem like the Diamondbacks view this as more of a fluky sort of a situation. We all know that relief pitchers in baseball, like, you know, you have like one bad outing and your ERA suddenly balloons, which is not the case with Melanson. It really has been, you know, just sort of a consistent struggle, a run or two here and there. Um, but I think the Diamondbacks, I mean, they have to bring him back next year, essentially. Uh, he's already under contract. They they can't get out of that at this point. So I think it is likely that if he if he has a better showing from from now through the end of the season, if he can kind of recapture some of what he had in San Diego last year, I think it's pretty likely that you'll see him not only back next year, but back in the closer role next year. If he, if he shows uh, some positive signs here down the stretch. So I'd be pretty surprised if they went and tried to get some big name closer when they already have Melanson under contract and they seem to have a decent amount of faith in him. Uh, and Ben asks, what if Luis Frias gets called up and just dominates next year? That's, that's another, that's another possibility. The D backs have a lot of young pitchers, um, who are coming up and they've talked a lot about how some of them may come up as relievers um, and sort of get their feet wet in the majors, try to have some success in the bullpen before they move into the rotation. It's going to be a few of those guys, I think. And Luis Frias is certainly one who could be in that conversation. Uh, JB Bukowskis is another name we've been throwing around for a couple years. I know he just hit the injured list again, unfortunately, for Reno. Um, but there are some young pitchers that could be in that conversation as well. Uh, Brett Johnson says, yeah, but I mean, get us a young closer that's still in their prime at least. Give me a reason to think the game is over with a lead in the ninth, not making me think, oh, how will they blow it this time? Yeah, D-backs fans have been through a lot. I don't know what D-backs fans have been through a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's been like that for a few years here, so I understand. Uh, Chris in the Discord asks, Part A, you're only allowed to speak or write publicly with words fed to you by another PHNX, PHNX employee. Who's your writer? Wow. Mm. That's a lot of power. That I don't is like a lot that of power. power. I am not, <laughs> I'm sure it's, I am not, I'm sure it's like not picking you, Derek. That's for sure. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a good call. <laughs> See, that's a smart move. That's why you're the smart one on this podcast. I'm going to say as far as personalities go, Hmm. Like, is it who you trust? or yeah. yeah right like or like who would who would like sort of make it fun for you i don't know i trust i think i trust pd yeah i, I knew PD. you were gonna i knew you were gonna say pd there's no right. question in my mind. but <laughs> yeah because i love pd and i trust pd implicitly and pd i feel like pd would make sure that bad things didn't happen to me however i also feel like espo would be almost like a similar function like i would but see espo would do too much with that espo would be like espo would do a lot of yeah espo would <laughs> espo would be very uh he, he would he would make me do all sorts of awful things um for you i'm thinking craig mm, you you th- are you saying like that's who you think i would pick or like that's, that's who you would pick for me that's who i would pick for you is craig okay i would pick craig okay. to be in charge of jesse's writing and thoughts yeah, I mean that's the safest route, right? 
That's a pretty safe. That's a pretty safe right. route for me. It was between Gerald and Craig, our okay. two, you know, our two writing aficionados. Of course, Gerald's been covering the Suns for a long time, and uh, Craig's been covering the Coyotes since like before I was born. So, uh, yeah, I trust. I trust both of them. I'll I'll say Gerald though. I I trust Gerald, but I think he might have like a little bit of fun with it. Maybe Gerald's um, taking so- you to Las Vegas. No matter what he says, he yes. Gerald is Gerald will say he's not going to Las Vegas, but then he's going to take you to Las Vegas. He is a he is a Vegas boy at heart. There's no <laughs> no question about that for sure. Uh, I I think just for fun, I'd let Shane boss you around. I think that would just be chaos, and I'd that would that. be I'd love to see that, that would be chaos. Elizabeth says Leah for sure. I is she meaning for herself? I need a follow up, Leah. Were you meaning for yourself or Elizabeth me, or <laughs> Jesse? Josh says Espo, so I can uh so I can sound like I understand a ton of vague old references. That's a shot at, at that's a shot at Espo for sure. Uh Chris <laughs> says Gerald for Jesse. There she goes. Uh Elizabeth says for her. Yes, yes. That Leah's very sensible, but then fun still. So I think Leah, yeah. Leah would be responsible with that power. Um, whereas I don't know about some of these other guys. Gabe says, weird fact, Craig and Peter come from the same root Greek word for rock. That's, uh, that's something. <laughs> wow. That's actual thanks. That's good. That's good information. Uh, <laughs> Brett's still locked on the closer situation. We moved on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but we thank you guys so much for your questions. Of course, uh, we appreciate always everybody being here on Mailbag Monday. Uh, make sure if you haven't done so already, sign up over at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings is the best way to enjoy your baseball games because, of course, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it. So go bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Get some same-game parlay action going. Uh, Of course, the more legs you add to whatever bet you're making, the more money you'll win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Jesse, I think I actually hit on my bets from my uh, last uh, from my last uh, DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, and of course, it's because I didn't bet on them. So don't be like, nice. don't do that. <laughs> uh, don't come up with great ideas. Give them to other people and then don't follow through with it yourself. So uh, get on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use our code uh, and enjoy yourself. Uh, have, have a fun time. Uh, make some money. Go also... Remember, you can bet a very small amount and bet like the entire day's worth of games. And if you hit by chance, uh, make a nice little payday on that. Uh, also, shout out to our friends at foco.com. They're our new sponsor and they are doing some incredible things with collectibles, shirts, whatever you need for your fandom. And uh, we're not talking about that other website. We're talking about foco.com. They got you covered with the best Arizona sports merchandise, licensed gear for men, women, kids, everything, your dog, bobbleheads, swimsuits. I've talked about the bobbleheads at link Jesse, but they are incredible. They are fantastic. Uh, by the way, a uh, great bobblehead question. I think that we got was what would we design for a diamondbacks bobblehead? Like if, if you could have a diamondbacks, bobblehead that like you mm. designed for the team to produce and give away on a bobblehead night who would you pick someone selected someone said a mason saunders on a horse and i'll tell you this much <laughs> i'd pay foco.com right now 60 dollars easily all day for if it said <laughs> mason saunders down and he was like had a lasso in the air 
get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. That's all day. So any ideas, by the way, on that? What bobblehead night are you specifically in need of? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, I, I mean, like, I like Clutch Canuck, Marte flexing bobblehead. The this the this. Oh yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. I also, mean, there's uh, there's the other night. Well, what was he? What was Josh Rojas doing with this? Were these goggles? I don't know what this was. Did you see him doing that? Yeah, I do not. I'm not totally sure what that was supposed to be about. I don't know if that's quite bobblehead worthy at this point. <laughs> um, maybe, uh, maybe we, uh, maybe we make a Dalton Varsho bobblehead where he has all the tools. All the like tools. It's basically, all the tools. It's basically like the meme that we post six times a day, but yeah, like turned into the nightmare fuel. I feel like the one with the yeah, that has to be. Yeah. That has to be posted eventually and and turned into a into a bobblehead. I think so. I, that would be that would be my selection. Ben Ben Grease Bumgarner Cowboy bobblehead. Yep, that's what we need. Uh, Josh Hunt says, "Give me a bobblehead of Gonzo where I could pull a lever back. He goes into his open stance, and then when I release it, he goes into a full swing. A functioning bobblehead. You're just creating new things. That's just a new <laughs> thing that doesn't exist. Why are you? We're overcomplicating this. All right. They're, they're, do you know how easily those break? They're, they're, most of them don't even make it home in one piece. I'm sorry." Uh, I do like this one very much. I need Alec Thomas doing the air Jordan catch. He does for sure. Like a up against the wall mm. bobblehead for yeah, Alec Thomas catching the ball. The ball. That would be great. Chris says that uh, that's for bum gardeners bobblehead. Hold the bunny. <laughs> In the other hand, I like that. <laughs> uh, but, and he's like also a pirate. Like we have yeah. so much stuff. Oh, yes. All of these into one. I love it. Uh, but of course, for the time being, since we can't get bobbleheads, go over and check out our friends at FOCO. They got you covered with the bobbleheads. Uh, we got you covered with 10% off using our code for PHNX uh, for non-presale items. Head on over to foco.com or click the link below in the description. Jesse, I said I was going to talk about it. Uh, MLB power rankings do not view the D-backs favorably. They were actually the biggest drop this week. They dropped three spots from number 22 to 25, uh, going three and three uh, this past week with a series win over Colorado. But uh, as it stands, the Rockies, as well as some other teams that have a worse record, Reds, Cubs, Angels, and Rangers, uh, they're all ranked above Arizona when it comes to this season. They so, have the they have the Rockies ranked above the Diamondbacks. They do have the Rockies ranked above the Diamondbacks in the power rankings. Yes. Wow. That is so, I mean, that's that's sort of ridiculous, Derek. I mean, the Diamondbacks run differential is like minus 30, and the Rockies is like a minus a hundred, and the Rockies also have a worse record. I'm yeah. not really sure what could possibly lead someone to think that the Rockies should be higher on that list than the Diamondbacks. I, I, that I doesn't make any sense. I don't have an explanation for you, especially when they just played each other. I mean, doesn't isn't that isn't yeah. that the ultimate <laughs> test? Is a recent series against each other really should decide? Right. I think, and I think they're like right next to each other. I think Diamondbacks are 25th, and I believe the Rockies are 24th. But uh, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. Uh, it it is it is what it is. Uh, Gabriel Ferrara says uh, the Yankees are still number two, so I have no respect for that list. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Uh, and Ben just says payroll. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> enough said. It. Enough said. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> we thank you guys again so much for joining us. We appreciate you in the comments. We love you guys. Uh, of course, get a membership over at gophnx.com. Follow all of our sponsors. Do all of that stuff. We thank you. Uh, for being here, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Uh, Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports 
on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Again, we appreciate you spending your lunch with us. We thank you as always for your time on behalf of Jesse and myself. Uh, go Diamondbacks. Win this four series with the against the Pirates. Let's do something. Baseball is fun. But remember, kids, baseball is more fun when you bet on it.